Hello, and welcome to the Pin My Love podcast, Sofa Sessions Season 1. This space is cultivated for women to be revived, live empowered, and grow. We believe in awakening the power of the written word through our pen, but more importantly, our lives. A new episode drops every Monday, and we are so honored that you are here, journeying with us through every season of life. For more info, blogs, and content, visit pinmylove.com. Hello, hello, and thank you for joining the Pin My Love podcast. Um, This is season one, episode one of Sofa Sessions, and I'm here with my girlfriend sitting on the sofa, drinking coffee, (laughs) having conversation, and we're so excited that you're here and following this journey that we're on. Uh, God's just been doing some awesome things at Pin My Love, and so this is a new season that we're stepping into. I don't think we've ever done a podcast, any of us. Have you ever done a podcast? No. Hannah, no. (laughs) <laughs> so this is new. Um, my name is Monica Baker. I'll just give a quick little bio and we'll go around and kind of introduce you guys to each person. Also have DJ here. So if you hear a little baby in the background, just mom life for real. Hashtag so, mom life. Yeah. I know, right? I'm in mommyhood for sure. Um, so my name is Monica Baker. I have been married for 11 years to Christian Baker. And yes, he is a handful more than my other three kiddos. Um, I have Wyatt, who is six, Evelyn, three, and DJ, who is three months old. And so I graduated from Christ for the Nations in 2009. I love tacos and coffee, and that'll pretty much get you started on me. Yeah, Go ahead, Brooke. So I'm Brooke Hernandez. I'm married to Nathan Hernandez. I've been married for six years. Um, I also went to Christ for the Nations, but I graduated in 2014. Yes, I did. so old. (laughs) Um, Information. I know. I'm like, I should have thought about that before we started this. Um, I also have um, some kiddos. I have a little girl named Isabella, who's one and a half. And then I am pregnant with my second little girl, Adelina, who I am due in April with her. I know. I'm so excited. Um, I also love coffee and any form of Mexican food. Um, <laughs> it is what it is. It it's is. life. And good old home-style southern food. Ooh. Mm. Praise him. All right, Hannah, you're I up. I could just get on a whole thing about southern food. <laughs> right? I can tell you. Uh, now I'm envisioning, like, biscuits and gravy. <laughs> so much but that's about my personality. Oh, <laughs> Cracker barrel. Well, my oh. name is Hannah Massa. Uh, I also went to Christ for the Nations. <laughs> I promise this is not a club. You are all invited. But you have to go to Christ for the Nations first. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we all went at different times, though. That's yeah, what's we crazy. Did. And we Me all and met Brooke at different times. We're like ships in the night, kind of. Um, I graduated in 2015 with my husband, Zach. Mm-hmm. We have been married since 2014. And uh-huh. we have one kid, William, who is three. Aww. And he is a little spitfire. Mm-hmm. He is. He's so much fun. <laughs> um, I also love Southern food. Um I would underline Cajun food. Oh, definitely. Just um, we like food. We're foodies. <laughs> we do love food. We're foodies, and I would. What's the word for a coffee lover? Coffee lover. <laughs> I don't know. Coffee, we're coffee lovers. Yeah, coffee. Beer we don't have us. to put a fancy name on it. It is Mm-mm. what it is. Um, my dog in the background. Yeah, Caesar. We also have we have babies and dogs in this house. Oh yeah, this is real life. We have dogs and babies. I don't have any dogs. I want one. But I'm glad that yours is here with us. Um, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
Monica, why don't you tell us, uh, Brooke and Monica basically started this um, as a blog. Uh, so why don't you guys tell us about the beginning of Pin My Love? Yeah, so we both had blogs separately that yeah. we were running for a while um, and pretty much just posting on them when we could and, you know, doing different things. And the Lord had really put it on our hearts to collaborate and do something together and to kind of join forces Mostly to hold each other accountable yeah. at first. <laughs> We're like, I'll tell you when to write if you'll tell me when to yep. write. And we'll actually do this. Um, and so that's how it started. And it has kind of formulated into something much more. Um, we both have a heart to reach women and yeah. to be an encouragement to women and a strength to women in all seasons of life. Huh. Because we've been through so many seasons ourselves. <laughs> so it's not just for women who are married with families, even though every one of us here have yeah. families now. But we've also gone through those college years of dating and the struggles of, you know, high school. So we're here to lay it bare and share it all. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Brooke, tell a little bit about, like, so I, founder and co-founder, that's kind of what we're mm-hmm. going off of here. And then we onboarded Hannah yep. because... I get to be the lucky third wheel. Oh. <laughs> Girl, you're, you're in the most anything important but part third. of the tricycle. <laughs> Listen, I don't. And the, 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 the truth is, is that I couldn't be a third wheel if I wanted to. I jump in so hard. Yeah. It's true. I can't Amazing. keep my ideas in. It's I love true. it. Even they're, if they're bad ideas, I trust you guys will tell me when I say no, ridiculous stuff. They're always good. Yeah. They're always good. But yeah, Brooke, share your heart a little bit about Pin My Love and what you envision for moving forward with it. Yeah. So really when I wanted to start collaborating with you um, was because my heart has always been uh, for women's ministry and just encouraging women. Um, And I did have a blog prior Mm -hmm. to having my little girl, but mom life, man, it was crazy and trying to get out of you. Yeah. Juggle everything. Um, and post consistently on a blog was just exhausting. Um, but the Lord really put it back on my heart, um, the end of 2020. And I mean, ultimately we want to bring on more people to collab with and more writers, um, cause we have our blog, but also eventually we want to be, I don't know if we're going to talk about this, but we want to write devotionals and mm-hmm. we want to, um, do some audio devotionals because I know as a mom, it's hard sometimes to sit down and be able to do a devotional. Um, And so we have a lot of big plans um, up in the future. Big dreams. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And really it's just to equip women um, in every season, just like you said. Yeah. And really the name like Pin My Love was something that the Lord had spoken to me about. Um, Basically, because my heart was always to write like blogs and devotionals mm-hmm. and even books, which mm-hmm. I have not finished that book that yeah. I've been trying to write One for day, 10 guys, years. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna One get day. you a book. <laughs> but um the Lord was just like pin my love. He just kept telling me that. Like mm-hmm. whatever you do, just write out the love that I have for you and for others. I love it. Um Good. and so that's kind of where that came from. And yep. one of our slogans um is awakening the power of the written word. So not just the words that we write but the word of truth, the Bible, yeah. and where mm-hmm. our lives are founded on. So yeah. that's kind of how it started, and that's some vision for the future, yep. and we are pumped. We're so excited. So I'm going to throw this back to Hannah because we're going to dive straight into our first topic, and we are talking relationship real talk. Yep. And it's all about friendships today. Yep. 
today, <clears throat> we might go a little bit deeper um, in friendships, uh, the next podcast, and on to a few different types of relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't matter what season of life you're in. This is relevant. Yeah. Friendships are, are relevant. For real. Yeah. Even if you feel like, mm, I don't really have that many friends right now. I'm just kind of doing life. Um, I know that was me. When I first had my son, that was me. I was at home, and I didn't want to go anywhere or do anything, and that wasn't necessarily postpartum depression. That was just, um, it, it takes it out of you, like you said. Yeah, being overwhelmed, honestly. Yeah. yeah. You, your whole list of priorities change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that the Lord is constantly um, kind of shifting things around during our lives, you know, in our different seasons. Like, those priorities are always changing, and I think that people and relationships are always at the top of his priority list. Yes. And so that's why we really wanted to focus on this. And it's something that we're all passionate about, having a heart for other women, yeah. you know, and for mm-hmm. being the voice of, of God. Um, I heard recently in a podcast, sometimes you're the only Bible that some people will ever encounter. That's and it's true. like, are you a good translation? Yeah. Um, and I think that is your life a good translation? Yeah. And yeah. I think that's something we definitely hope for and pray for and try to hold each other accountable to. Yeah. Um, the first things we wanted to talk about is um, what are your favorite kind of friendships? So, Brooke, what are your favorite kind of friendships? Do you enjoy the just a quick coffee date? They don't, they're not a lot of maintenance, or are you hours on the couch for movies and cocoa? What are you here for? So I think, yeah, I definitely think it comes in waves and seasons. So when I met Hannah, that I was a sit on the couch, watch Hallmark movies kind of girl. (laughs) Um, And we would, we would do that for hours Mm -hmm. and it was the best. Um, But I feel like now in the season of life that I'm in, I'm like, I have to plan a month out. Um, It's going to have to be coffee for an hour and a half. No, (laughs) not an hour and 31 minutes. And (laughs) um, it's very, like, I really am having to be intentional with my friendships. But I think, honestly, I kind of in this season need friends who have the time to reach out to me. Um, And my, I I would say my favorite kind of friendships are the ones where I don't have to uh, feel like I am almost like not cultivating them, but um, they're just easy. Like you can come over to my house and it's a disaster and you don't care because you know, I have a one and a half year old. Your your house is never a disaster. Girl, it's gotten gotten there. (laughs) She's the definition of organization. Yeah, I wish, I wish. (laughs) Um, So I think, yeah, my, I would say if you were talking, my, my favorite kind of friendship, sit on the couch while talking Hallmark movies. So if that's you, you just DM me guys on Instagram. (laughs) We are Hallmark fans. Monica, are are you a Hallmark fan? Oh girl. Yes. Good. Yes. Although I would say the past few seasons have been a little lame. You know what? They need to step it up. Netflix has some good ones. Okay. So here's what I'm going to tell you though. This season is the season. Is it the season? Yes. Okay. Now we know. A fantastic friendship that has come over to my house every Saturday in September for Falls oh Movies premieres. That's so that's amazing. amazing. And they have brought in some fantastic actors. Woo, the past few ones where we're like, okay. Okay, that's We see good. you, Hallmark. Hallmark like, is definitely right now. <laughs> Woo. So if you guys don't know, also, Hannah lives in 
Oklahoma. So she made a trek for us. Yeah. So if we could, we'd be there for those Hallmark nights. That's so true. <laughs> Absolutely. But we can't be. But our love is strong enough. Long yes. It is. To Listen, survive. that's why we have um, recordings now, right? That's right. And on uh-huh. demand. Um, so Monica, what's your favorite kind of friendship? Oh, goodness. So for me, definitely I love people that can be goofy and have a sense of humor. Because I think in life, Mm -hmm. you have to have a sense of humor because some things are just dang funny. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, somewhat so horrible, they're funny. Yeah. Like, if we wanted to basically cry the whole time, we could. But if you Mm -hmm. have someone in there that can make like a crazy situation funny or chaotic situation like today yeah I was getting ready for this podcast and literally everything went wrong I had toothpaste all over me um lost my debit card like you name it <laughs> it was insane but Hannah and Brooke were like look we got this and you know, mm-hmm. it's fun and we were laughing and so I think humor is a huge thing mm-hmm. and also like you're saying when you get in crazy seasons of life when you're super busy you have to have some low maintenance friends mm-hmm. that that's the word I was looking for. Yeah, it's not draining, it's just yeah. easy. Easy is a big thing for me. And I don't want that to scare anyone off though. Like I if you're if you're listening to this and we're gonna be friends, if you're a high maintenance friend, I will still be your friend. And <laughs> because I am probably a high maintenance friend sometimes. We all have different seasons. Oh yeah. We but have our high maintenance moments. I find that like most people who are real true friends, you know striving after the same thing, which is living for the Lord and Mm -hmm. letting him cultivate every area of your life are a lot like a snake plant. I won't forget to water that sucker (laughs) for two months and I come to water it and it's got a new growth. Not only is it not dying, it's got new growth, you know? (laughs) So, So not only are we forgetting and, you know, being lazy sometimes, it's just easy to come back and realize, oh, we're still in this together. Yeah. You know, we're still doing life together. I'm still your Our plant friendships in your house. are resilient like a snake plant. Yep. That could be go. a t-shirt, right? Hashtag snake plant friendships. <laughs> there you go. Let's not all make t-shirt. our new hashtags. We don't have yeah, to do that. Yeah, no, we don't have to, but if you want to. <laughs> but um, I think that that will funnel into like one of the things that is my weakness is trying to be an easy friend and ending up being a lazy one. Mm. That's definitely one of my weaknesses Ooh. as a friend is I hope that we connected enough and I will just kind of put it on the back burner until I see you again. And and I'm seeing you in that moment. I love interacting with you. Um, I think I will think about you several times throughout the week or the month that I'm not seeing you. And I think I get really lazy about that. Um, I would love to be the person who, when I think about someone, I text them. Mm-hmm. Because doesn't that bless you so much when your yeah. friend has no reason to text you and they do just because they want to talk to you, they want yeah. to tell you, oh, hey, I was thinking about you. I was thinking about this moment that we spent together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, earlier when Brooke was talking about um, her friendship seasons and how she had one at one time where we're couch friends and we're hanging out all the time. And Mm -hmm. sometimes it's just like finding a free moment together randomly when we were first friends and we were hanging out a lot because we both had that season at the same time. time. (laughs) Her husband was like, Oh, is this, is she going to be your new best friend? Yeah. (laughs) And it was the cutest thing. It was just so sweet how innocent he is sometimes. Yep. He's so And, um, I think about that moment in our friendship all the time and I just know like, I've kept that to myself. And that's lazy. You know what I mean? (laughs) I know 
that if someone, te- if you texted me about that moment and were like, oh, I was just thinking about this moment and yeah. I miss you, that would bless me so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we are called to encourage each other and to lift each other up. And how much would it lift each other up if we really thought of, talk to each other as much as we think about each other? Yeah, yeah that's if true. If we're more intentional mm-hmm. with our actions. Yeah. I, I definitely get lazy. Brooke, yeah. what about you? I mean, yeah, I can definitely be lazy. But um, I think for me, one of my weaknesses as a friend is um, I allow um, myself to not be super vulnerable. Like, I I think it's not okay if I'm not okay. Um, I feel like I have to always be put together in this package and it's, you know, bowed up just perfect and... Um, and that's not my reality right now. My reality is, I mean, messy. I got a toddler, you know? Um, <laughs> nothing in life is clean. Monica's like, wait till you have three at yeah. the same time. Oh, I know. Girl. About that too. So real. I think um, also, you know, until I met my husband, I was a very closed book and I kept my heart really close to um me and um, he really taught me how to wear my heart on my sleeve, but it was still really hard for me to do that with other people mm-hmm. um, because, you know, I think it's different when you have friendships because friendships, you, you know, as you know, you have seasons of friendships, friendships, they come and they go and, you know, sometimes you pour your heart out to a friend and then they disappear and that's mm-hmm. really hard. Um, and so I think for me, it's it's just sometimes really hard for me to get vulnerable with people because I don't want my heart to be crushed. Um, and as I'm getting older, I'm understanding um, a lot of times that's not intentional. And, you know, when that happened to me in the past, uh, as I was growing up, I'm sure none of those people meant it. We were literally <laughs> like 14 years old, you know? You had better <laughs> things to do. You had a, probably got a new boyfriend. I don't know. <laughs> so, um, but if I definitely... did, that will take up all of their Yeah, time. that's oh, so true at 14 years old. So I think for me, it's just learning how to be vulnerable with people because I can have fun. I can laugh with you for hours. Um, but getting in those deep moments, um, for me, sometimes is very few and far between. Yeah, I think... Brooke and I, we always laugh because we're very similar mm-hmm. personality types. Yeah. Um, very kind of systematic, like structure, like to be put together. Mm-hmm. And we don't really like to show people our unperfected side. Yep. Sure. Um, and I, I tend to do that in every area of my life and definitely with my friendships. Um, I don't, like, as a person, I don't like making messes. Like, I know that's funny, (laughs) but, like, with my kids, they love to do crafts. And, like, the other day, we did this glitter craft. Mm -hmm. I was crying on the inside. I thought I was going to have a heart attack because I was like, oh, my gosh, that glitter, it's just getting everywhere. It sticks around for days, let me tell you. In between the floorboards. In the grout. (laughs) But it kind of, like, is a... I guess like a replication of my life sometimes that Mm. I don't like to get into the nitty gritty areas and be Mm. vulnerable with people like Brooke was saying. But also I think it, for me, it, um, it stems back to fear of man, Mm -hmm. um, as an insecurity of mine. Yeah. And it kind of bleeds into every relationship that I have, but it's that, oh my gosh, what are they going to think about me? What if they see my house and it's a mess or they, you know, are they going to still want to be my friend or am I going to like hold up to their standards? Mm -hmm. And so then I put that pressure on myself. So that vulnerability becomes like a weight on my shoulders 
like I can't really be me because if they knew the real me, they might not like her. Yeah. Um, so I think it stems back to that insecurity is mm-hmm. a weakness. Yeah. And you know, I also think relationships. when you have that weight on you, it also makes friendships exhausting. It does. Oh, yes. sure. You know, and friendships friendships are supposed to be like a breath of fresh air. And life giving. Yeah. When you yeah. only bring the like the best of yourself to the table. It's exhausting, mm-hmm. and yes. like the idea of just reading your text. When I get your text, I care about it. I love you, but <laughs> when I read it, I'm exhausted at the thought of replying. Yeah, yeah. because it's going to take a minute out of my day. I'm not bringing. If I reply right now, I'm not giving you the best of myself. Yeah. But I think we can kind of play on that and grow from that realization that maybe you're only showing the world the parts of you that have been perfected, mm-hmm. but. It's like you said that I love that word perfected because you've worked so hard on this one thing or this handful of things that present the best you possible. You're proud of that. You're proud of those things, you know? And I don't think that that's wrong to be proud of those things, but I love someone said one time, and it, for me, the idea of fearing God, it was really hard thing for me to grasp onto, even as a young adult, Um, I know it's supposed to be a holy and reverent fear, you Mm -hmm. know, but it wasn't until someone said, I don't fear what man thinks. I fear what God thinks that it really just took a hold on my heart. You know, that's what we're looking at. That's what we're thinking about. It's his, it's his approval that I'm going after, you know, it's his love and I already have his love and I already have his approval, Exactly. but, um, I definitely think it comes back to that, you know, yes, be proud of the things that we have perfected in life and that we bring to the table, but um, to focus more on what would please God in this moment. Would it please him if I step back and gather myself? Probably, you know, but would it please him for me to be like, oh, I'll just gather myself later and do it later? You know, probably not. He probably wants me to be there, you know. Be present. And I think, too, it's like, we talk about this a lot, but like in our social media crazed world, Mm -hmm. it's so easy to isolate Mm -hmm. and to let friendships be the last on your priority Mm -hmm. list because you can just put a filter on it and move on and be like, Oh, everything's great. But then if you don't have a friend that's behind the scenes, sharpening you, keeping you accountable, seeing the messes that you make, um, you're almost living in an alternate reality of what is really true and I think that's why we as people, I mean, we could do a whole podcast on that with truth, <laughs> yes. but you know what I mean? It's like, it's hard for us to be vulnerable because it's just so much easier mm-hmm. to get lazy and put a filter on it. Yeah. It is. I think when yeah. Facebook first came out, um, I mean, I guess MySpace too, right? Because that was yeah. the first oh one my I had. miss MySpace. <laughs> it was the chance. Best oh, social media. You, you can miss it all you want. You can have MySpace. I'm good. <laughs> it was a competitive and... I hated know, the top five. Let's just yeah. be real. That's right. Crush yeah. your heart in a day. That was the worst. However, you know, customizing my page, that was my jam. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I loved doing that. Isn't that where we all started graphic design? Yes. Or was you can it hire me for all of your... I'm just kidding. Or was it in paint Website in grade school when we did <laughs> Um, when Facebook and MySpace were first becoming a thing and my parents were reluctant to let me have it, I, it was easy for me to make it like, mom, I can connect with my friends who I never get to see. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, it was beneficial to my life and to my relationships. Right. And it is so, so, so crazy 
how time and the enemy partnered together can take something and warp it into something that is either an insane idol in your life Mm -hmm. or something that helps you um, isolate completely because it can do both of those things. Um, I'm so glad that at this point in time, I am not an influencer on social media. Because That's work. That is so, That's much, so work. much work. Have you ever tried to make a single TikTok video? I can't. That like, no. I, with I, effort? I, no. I'm not even on TikTok. Absolutely it's not. Honest. I didn't need one more platform. So I said, TikTok, at the door. You got to go. You got to go, boo-boo. I, I keep TikTok. I mean, my husband did me make laugh. me one TikTok video. You did, did go viral, viral. I know. <laughs> I, don't even, I didn't post it, though. I don't know how to post a single Bella's video. Bella's so funny. It was my daughter. Her little tootie toot went viral. She was pooping. Um, but TikTok, it can bring some joy to my life. It makes me laugh when I'm having a bad day. I open TikTok for a few minutes and I'm laughing and that makes me feel better. (laughs) But anyway, I just think that the enemy can take those weaknesses when we know maybe I'm lazy or maybe I'm not enough of this. And, um, he just amplifies that. He makes it harder for us. He's like, keeping it at the front of our mind, you know what I mean? And making it seem like it's obvious to everyone else whenever they're like, oh, she's probably just dealing with real life. That's probably what they're saying and not, wow, she doesn't care about me. She's a lazy friend. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so true. Um, I think that I would love to end on a better note (laughs) as we conclude (laughs) and talk about what, what do you bring to the table that you think is a strength in your friendships? What? Why don't you go first, Hannah? Okay. Um, I feel like I'm funny. You are. You are. You, are. you don't love, feel. You are funny. I love to laugh, and I love to make people laugh. Um, also because I love it when people make me laugh. And um, I think as a friend, I really want to bring comfort to the table. I'm not necessarily a comforter. Like, when you're sad all the time, I want you to feel cozy and completely yourself in you our friendship. I want you. <laughs> thank you. I want you to come over to my house and take your shoes off, sit crisscross on my couch, or put your feet up. You know, mm-hmm. I want you to know that when you're with me, you can be at home, you know? Yeah. And I can't say that I'm the best at it, right? Because you, you're probably the best I'm at not gonna, the best I'm it. not going to be like, uh-huh, look at me. I'm the best at, at cultivating this type of friendship. But I do my best. At it. I, I put my best foot forward. Mm-hmm. And I like that. Maybe not in every area of friendships but in trying to help you feel com- comfortable and yeah. at home with me mm-hmm. I put my best foot forward mm-hmm. about you Brooke Monica go <laughs> I'll go um, for me I would say it's being an encourager to others and pulling out purpose I think in life it's so easy to be discouraged right yeah. like yeah. there's a million reasons and ways we can be discouraged but mm-hmm. i think it's pulling purpose out looking yeah. at giftings and in, inside of each other and pulling those to the surface um, i think as women we fight that narrative that we're either too much or not enough and then we just um, live kind of mediocre because mm-hmm. we don't want to step out and be too much, and then we don't want to shrink back and not be enough. Yeah. So for me, it's like I want women to feel empowered and that you can be all that God's created you to be. And yeah. I want to champion them in every season of their life and let them feel free to feel like there's no competition, there's no... Yeah. Um, you don't even have to compete against yourself. 
you know, like yeah. we've talked about that. And so for me, it's encouraging my friends and, and also just having those valley experiences with them, but also those mountaintop experiences yeah. where I rallied behind them and I saw them step out and do something really amazing and really powerful. And they knew that, hey, your words really meant a lot mm-hmm. to me in that mm-hmm. season because you pulled some of that out of me sure. and held me accountable to keep going for the dreams that God put on my heart. So I would say that would be a strength for me. It's about you, Brooke. Um, I think for me, uh, it's that I really am an intercessor for my friends. Mm -hmm. Um, Whenever I had my daughter, my life was crazy, and it was really hard for me to really cultivate friendships. But I felt the Lord asking me whenever I would put my daughter down to bed and I'd... um, feed her, I felt like the Lord was asking me to just ask him what was on his heart for other people. Mm -hmm. And so um, I started doing it, and the Lord was giving me words for friends every single night, encouraging words, um, people I'd been praying for for years who hadn't seen um, their desires um, or their prayers be answered yet. giving them encouraging words and, you know, they would respond and be like, this is exactly what I needed Mm -hmm. to hear. Um, And I just think that for me, it's easy. It almost comes naturally to me to just pray and intercede for people. And, um, you know, when you're praying for someone and then they get that victory, their victory becomes your victory. Mm -hmm. And so um, I think a lot of times we pray for people one time. um, And if we don't see the answer, we're like, oh, Mm -hmm. I'll pray about it another time. No, like pray now. If you're thinking about them, pray now. Pray fervently. Um, Pray and and pray again. Yeah, pray Mm -hmm. and pray again until it happens. And um, we all went to a church uh, together, Hannah, Monica, and I. And there was a lot of women dealing with infertility, me being one of them. And obviously when you're going through it, it's easy for you um, to empathize with those people because you're really not empathizing. You're literally feeling what you feel every single day. Um, and I was one of the first women to be healed and have a, my daughter, Isabella. But I didn't just take that and forget about those friends. I continued to pray, and almost every one of them have had babies. Yeah. And what a joy to see our prayers answered. That's so good. Um, and I think that, you know, Hannah is amazing at being, like, Hannah, Monica and I have said this before, like, Hannah is, like, the dream friend. Like, if we could be (laughs) any friend, it would be Hannah. Um, But I think that when you don't have a lot of time, like, prayer is also a powerful way for you to connect with your friends. I think a lot of times we talk about prayer as if it's the least that we could do. Mm -hmm. But the truth is that it's the first thing we're called to do. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's good. I love what you said, pray and pray again. You know, the Bible calls us to knock and keep, keep on knocking. knocking. Mm-hmm. I think that the Lord desires to fulfill us in every single way that we ask Him to. Yeah. And even the ways that we don't ask Him to, when we're asking for something else, He desires to be enough for us in that as mm-hmm. well yeah. and to fill that cup. You know, I, I get a mental picture of us holding a cup out saying, Lord, this is what I'm praying for. Please answer it. And he wants to be the one to fill that cup and not with always, not with the thing, not always with the thing that you're praying for. You know what I mean? It's true. And I think that eventually he will fill that cup with the thing you're praying for. But, Mm -hmm. but I will be your enough for now. Yeah. 
Um, I would love, we're going to wrap up here. I think I would love to end this podcast with a challenge. Um, we're really talking about cultivating friendships. If you're, if you're listening to this right now and during any of this conversation, a certain person popped into your mind who you love, or maybe you haven't talked to them in a while, or maybe you have talked to them recently. Um, just send them a text and tell them, you know, I'm thinking about you, pray for them and then text them. I'm praying for you, you know, just reach out to someone, cultivate Mm -hmm. a friendship somehow this week. Yeah, that's Um, good. Your snake plant needs watering. Yeah. (laughs) Go water your snake plant, friends. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah.